Welcome, everybody, to Comedy on Edge Presents the Chat Show. We are not in Edge HQ, ladies and gentlemen. We're on the road. We're cut somewhere between Newcastle and Sydney. When I say we, good news to long-term listeners. Lester Diamond is nowhere near the car, unless he's hiding in the boot, ready to spook us. I don't know. He probably is. Uh, Ryan Special Comments Crawford's not here either. Instead, it's a whole new crew. I'm your host, Mark Williams, and I'm here in the driver's seat. We have first-time guest, Mr. Daniel Muggleton. How are you, Dan? Not too bad. Another group of hitchhikers. Yeah, that's we've so just... weird. That's like the fourth person we've... Yeah, no, and you didn't even think... You, would you pick him up? No. It's, it's raining. They had the thumb out. Really amateurish thumb out as well. And there's three three of them too. Like, like there's only two seats. And I should, at this point, I should mention our other guest, he's in the back seat. So if he trails off a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, I must apologize in advance the sound because we are in a car with the Zoom. We don't have the whole kit and caboodle here. Sam, kiss a juki and you're in the back. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Can everyone hear me? Well, they, yes. can't, they can't really yes, shout back. Can. Um, can you. Yeah. Right, you guys can hear That's me. Probably- me, Sam, Kizajukian. That's probably a shout-out to Ryan, who's going to edit this one. Oh, oh really? But what do you think? Good like, luck. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, we just had, like, yeah. four hitchhikers. Now, Sam, you're in the back, so you got it all to yourself. Any, any, would you would you squeeze up for a hitchhiker? or? I haven't, I haven't killed a hitchhiker in years. That's I true. like the fact that you went straight to killing it. No. So we, are we going to go... If you've seen Sam's face, you realise he's a murderer. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. Dark murderer. I've murdered I'm looking through Like there's some bushland Out there Like There is you, a lot of bushland You could just turn off a road Just say Oh yeah come out here You know I want to show you something Do you ever feel like On a Saturday You want to end A couple of lives I don't think I could It sounds like a lot of work Like you think of all those Murderers who get They always pick them up They always Like get them You know like Because They always get down Like they bury them In a shallow grave that's true. Like, if you're going to do it, like, you've got to dig a decent grave. And I don't know about you, I'm not really... Have you ever tried to dig a grave? Well, not a grave, a you hole? dug a hole. I've dug a hole. Yeah, Digging but it's a, it's a lot of work, hard. though. Yeah. It's really hard. Do you think you could make one that wouldn't get found? Because then you, once you fill it up, you sort of got to make it look undisturbed. Like, you've got to you know, yeah. cover it with some leaf bracken and some rocks. Well, I don't know. There is, there is a lot of just abandoned wilderness either side of this highway. Like, I think we'd be pretty safe. But do you ever think, like, out there, like, you look out in the vast horizons, there's got to be a lot of bodies buried out there. Oh, is there? We're a pretty boring country. Like, I think everyone's just Oh, you say? What do you mean? We've had Ivan Milat, um, Martin yeah, Bryant. Like, what, two people in, like, 200 hey, years? Hey, Martin Bryant was a... Wo- no, there's more than that. I mean... We're just not great on the murderers. We're not that solid. I'd like to... I mean, we don't have Google out here because we're in the middle of nowhere, but I'd like to know the stats per capita, what our serial killer to... That would be interesting. I wonder, I wonder who's got the biggest... I think Seattle in... America at one stage had a lot. Really? That was, that was the thing. Seattle was there, like serial killers. Because their basketball team wasn't doing so well. Well, they just got a little angry. They, are they still there, the Supersonics? I think they're no, gone. No, are they Oklahoma City now? Yeah. No, is that them? They switched. No, they Oklahoma. They bailed. Yeah, Oklahoma's not the Supersonics, but. Yeah. Because they got Kevin Durant plays for that. I do know that. Basketball. Kiss the How do you feel about basketball? I played it. You played yeah. it? I went to the Sydney Kings this week, actually, watched them play. Really? It's a lot of fun. Like how many how many chairs do they have set up for that game? Like seven or eight? No, no there was five thousand, but I think they were five thousand. There was about three thousand people there because they comp a lot, a lot of comp. Oh, of course. I mean, we sit. We I, I had comp tickets, like you yeah, know. of course. And I, I ran into actually a friend of the show, Tommy Dean, was there. He had some comp tickets oh, too. Yeah. It was yeah, it was just full of comps. Like they put <laughs> out a lot, um, but you know, I think they had reviewers in, so you know, they had to absolutely yeah, make it. Out. Can I interrupt? Of course. No. Have Have you guys ever played much basketball? Yes. How do, you, how do you feel about the team sport? Because I, I, I don't like it. You don't want... You, you sound like you've had a bad experience here. What? I'm just not very good at working with other people. Don't, probably you ever right. feel that about a team sport? You know, like, you want the ball the whole time, 
time, but then other people have to take it. No, I'm a big team, team sport guy. I've yeah, played, I like. I've played it all. Yeah, I've played. Well, well actually, what sports do you play? We'll see. Uh, cricket, rugby, basketball, volleyball, soccer. Um, that might be it. What about you, um, Sam? What, what ones have you tried and not not had? I'm not going to say success, but wasn't your thing. Did you? Uh, not my thing. Okay. I, I did bodyboarding for nine years. That's not a team what? sport, buddy. Yeah, we're talking team well, sports. We're talking what team oh, sports? Team you had sport. Otherwise, I would have yeah, said like yeah. tennis and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, lame shit that I do. I like did, I did, I did uh, basketball at school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, that was okay. But like, <laughs> there's nothing worse than just being mediocre. Like when you're bad, you know, and you kind of just get out. But when you're mediocre, you kind of ride that one out. Sick. And, uh, squash. Is that squash? a team sport? That is not a team sport. No, you can play double squash. It's can so you small. No. Yeah, no, you can. You can play double squash. Yeah, it's very... That's part of the skill. Ah, but see, like, I, I played a lot of teams. So I played water polo. I played one game of rugby for the team. Um, r- rugby union. Yeah. I played AFL, cricket. So but the, actually, I'll say the one... Gang rape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it was my first game. It's, 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 it's not a sport because nobody wins. Funnily enough, actually, I, I don't know if I've talked about yeah, this on podcast before. <laughs> I played rugby union. I played for our first 15 because I had an injury and because I played water polo. I said, oh, you're big, you'll play. Yeah. I never... I grew up in an AFL state, so we didn't know the... I didn't know the rules to rugby. Have you guys ever been in a scrum? No, I was always a back. I was See, a back. I was in yeah. the scrum and no one told me what happens in a scrum. So the ball what came in. What happens in a scrum well, stays in a scrum. No, no, well, until yeah. i got to say it so no one gets embarrassed like I did. Yeah. I thought the ball comes in. So naturally I thought, oh, okay, it must be, we must kick it as hard as we can. And whichever side it comes out, oh. it comes out. So I booted the fuck out of it. Yeah. It flew into the one guy's nuts and someone said, who kicked it? And then I realized, oh, that's not what happened. I go, yeah, who kicked it? Oh, and we scrum breaks up. Yeah. I'm tired. We get the we, we scored no we scored the penalty off it. Oh, right. And after that, I only touched the ball two times. Like I got the ball and I said, "What do I do?" And someone said, "Put it on the ground." Scored a try. Oh. Second touch, wow. same thing. Scored That's two true. tries. Reason like, for the win. I'm Al Bundy yeah. of high school rugby. You know, two tries, never played again. There you go. I'm the Bundaberg Rum of Australian rugby. The Bundaberg Rum. Then you leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah, and probably racist. Like, is that what yeah. we're going for? Did you guys ever play? Did you play rugby at all, Daniel? Yeah, at school. I was union year, or year league? seven, I played union. Did you ever play the team Joey's? Have you ever heard of the team? Yeah, I yes. did play school. Joey's. We Wait, used I? To, I used to play rugby, uh, not for very long, but at school, you'd go every game and you would, you know, I'd lose a lot of my school. But it would always be like, you'd never lose more than by 30 What's, points. What school were you at? Sydney Grammar. Oh, yeah, oh, Grammar, okay. Grammar. But when you played Joey's, Every one of our teams used to leave like 80, 100 mil. Well, Joey's is a and pretty... And they knock our players out as well. It was like oh, wow. the scariest game Yeah, no, you... Like, Sydney boys, I know, got taken out of that competition because they were just getting hurt. Like, oh, they, they, they just... don't play first rugby anymore because, like, their teams well, were just there was controversy hurt. with Joey's recently on one of the schools. Like, they were oh, recruiting... Kids. Kids. Yes. No, it wasn't. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Joey's. It was yeah. there. Like they were just flogging everyone. They're like, "This is stupid." Every they've taken all our best players. Yeah. Well, that's enough of private school talk. Actually, speaking of, have you guys ever injured anyone on the sporting field? Uh, accident like can be accidentally not. Yeah, in, in cricket, I probably hit some people like bowling yeah. and stuff. Um, were you a medium pacer or a pace bowler? Yeah, Spin- I was like pretty. Me- I oscillated between medium and quick, depending okay. on how like how little I'd grown. By the age that I was at the time, because I just I was like real short and chubby for like three years, it just kind of happened, and then I grew again, and it all made sense. What about you, Sam? You ever injured anyone on the sporting field? Have I, have I been injured? Have I ever injured anyone on the sport field? I remember once in a race, I was employed as the person that holds up the rope at the end of the race. Oh wow! 
You know that's, they usually have like a... That's, that's a great part of the race. Was yeah. it like a ribbon or an actual rope? It was like a rope. Wow. It's so like a probably... tug of war rope? Like a big thick yeah, it was really piece thick. of rope? Yeah. yeah. He could have closed it. He could really injure someone with that. And that's what happened. Well, he, I, could, I, he, he did. did. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thought, oh, I wonder what will happen if I don't let go. <laughs> and then, then the guy started getting clotheslined who came first. And then I was like, oh, shit. I better let go. But it was like that perfect timing where he'd already built tension on the neck. So when I let go of the rope, he just wrapped around his neck, and uh, he got a really bad rope burn around his neck. And I and I was feeling horrible. I was only about like eight years old at the time. So. Wow. Was it like tied at the other end, like to a pole, or was there two? Yeah, it was tied at a pole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they get the other guys a prick too. I, lo- I love it. Like they probably chose the pole before they chose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, let's get this pole in here. I don't know, kiss a jerk, it'll do, yeah. The irony is, if they had just tied it loosely around another pole, it probably wouldn't have killed the guy. They Absolutely. Hit. Yeah, well, he's... He's the one. See, I... I he's Sam's appetite for rope burn. I dislocated a guy's knee playing hockey. Oof. Like, really? it was... Well, we well, were both going to the ball. Field or ice? Ah, uh, field. field. But we were tackling, and sort of like... I was, I was going pretty aggressively for the ball, and he sort of fell between my stick and my leg. And just as he went down, you see this big... Oh. And it was like, oh, I feel like such a prick. Like, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. It was just, and it was like, I felt, I remember going out at halftime, oh, you okay? And they're like, his mum's like, oh, he's fine, he's fine, you know. The ambulance has been called, he's in tears, and the mum's like, oh, he's fine. fine. I felt like such a prick. Yeah, no, injuring, like, yeah, I've been injured, like, playing uh, football, like, soccer. This guy, like, got me a tackle from behind, like, kind of got both of his legs, one over the top of my foot and the other one, like, under it. So I just, like, snapped my ankle, like, every ligament just done. You snapped your ligament? All, all my ligaments in my ankle were just messed. And, like, basically, it was the worst. I was filling in for this other team. And then, like, that happened, and they kind of, like, carry me off and get me a little ice pack. And then the game ends, and they just all fuck off. Like, I was just left in, like, the middle of the field, like, clutching my ankle, like, you know. And I had to drive home on an ankle that, like, actually was, like, a cricket ball. Like, you know, the doctor's like, you did everything apart from break it. Oh, wow. Like, and I just had to drive home on that. Because these dicks, they lost 13 nil as well. They were so shit. Like, it was just the worst. I think we're, we're as we met, we're, we're going down a stretch of highway. We've got Harry High Beams behind high, us. We're being High Beams right Yeah, now. he's really like The lights are pretty bright, ladies and gentlemen. If So what I'm saying is if this podcast doesn't come out and someone eventually finds his memory card, yeah. just, you know, go back to... I don't even know where we are. There's a sign we coming up. Sign of... Sign of... Grape Highway. Ah. We're almost at the turn off to Warner Vale and Tookley. So, Sparks Road's coming up. So, oh, Harry Highbent. Oh, it's a ute. So, he's. Yeah. Now you're oh, doing, look at his personal What is it? Like, batter laser? Batter laser. Battle laser. What's the speed limit where we're doing? 110. And you're, you're right on that. And he just zoomed past it. So, and if there are any. Cruise control. Any police officers he's out there. He's too fast, too furious. Oh, he just wants to get to Tookley. Kind of wait he's just to like Tookley's happening. I've got to get there. It's all he's, he's got hey, a. Did you guys? He's notice, got a noose waiting for him. Are you, guys, do you guys, are you guys excited about the new Fast and Furious movie? Yes. No. Yes. But do you know what I don't understand? Go. I'll explain it to oh, you. Paul Walker's in it. Yeah, half of it. How does he? Is it? I thought film, he's not film. doing movies anymore. Yeah, well, he did retire from acting. Yeah, yeah, he, most he, things. But I think he retired like with. One or two days shooting left. Yeah, so they, so they, got, his, the they got his brother. It was like Brand- it's the same situation as Brandon Lee in The Crow. Yeah. They'd almost done the film, and then they spliced the final scenes uh, with. I think his brother stepped in for him. Yeah, and- same with Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, that's that's Paul what Walker happened. Paul has a brother that looks like him. No, I think oh, no. Paul Walker does. Brandon Lee doesn't. Oh, Brandon right. Lee, they splice footage together. But yeah, Paul Walker, they use his brother. Yeah, and I, I heard Brandon Lee they actually got Paul Walker's brother to help out there as well. What? He's just a very you know he's a, he's like Guy Pearce who just disappears into the role. Yeah, he he's just one of the best. He's just one of those guys. He's like I'm. If there's a tragedy on there. You know, <laughs> I hear he's shadowing at the moment. I'm just trying to think of an old actor that he could be. Oh, well, I suppose, you know, Robin Williams, did he have any f- films left in the can that Paul Walker's brother could fix up? Not, not so much, I don't think. I think he'd pretty much given that game away. Do you think, like, this is the last Fast and Furious, or do you think there'll be, like, another one with... I think it'll be the last. This is a big last. franchise. I mean, it and is, the... It's a billion-dollar franchise. Like, it's it was, like, I haven't seen many of them. The Rock stepped into, like, the last couple. Yeah, The Rock got in on Fast Five. Was Paul, yeah. Walk, was Paul Walker... Was he sort of still up at the top of the franchise, or was he sort of, like... You know, like it was a like Police Academy where he was sort of like an ensemble player. I reckon uh, he was a weak link. He was. Weak link. He, I I don't agree with that, but I know where you're coming from. I think yeah, basically the Rock and Vin Diesel have stepped in to be the two big big dogs. Yeah. Did Vin Diesel has he been in every one of them, or yeah, is it a case he's executive producer now? Like, there was one. Oh, you know, there was one movie that he wasn't in. He was yeah, only. He was not in Tokyo Drift. But he was, no, he does, he, does he, does a, he does a cameo at the end. Oh, yeah, okay. but that's not in the Is it because yeah. he's racist and doesn't like Japanese? Uh, I don't know. He's like, is, is he half black? I think he's half black. I thought he was Filipino. No, he's half black. Oh, okay. yeah. oh no, that's David And when I say black, just, I mean, African American. No, I think black's the correct term at the black moment. Black is the correct yeah. term. I mean, like, seriously, yeah, sure tweet at Comedy on Edge. We mean no disrespect. We genuinely, it was a statement made. Um, and yeah. the reviews. Lester, Lester Diamond, our attorney, will get us off any charges. Oh, that's so, great. boys, yeah. get ready to jump. Yeah, tweet at Lester. No, yeah. no, we're not going to do Ostentatious. No, all complaints one. go to at Lester Diamond 28. That's at, at Lester, Lester Diamond 28. Can you believe there's 27 others of him out there? I can't believe that Ostentatious is like the support act for both Chris Waynehouse and Lester Diamond. Like, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, I think it's a coincidence. Um, what we're referencing here, ladies and gentlemen, I don't really want to get into this. That's, that's not going to I've been blocked by ostentation on Twitter. So yeah, I'll pick it up. No, no. Basically, if you want to follow what's happened, Chris Waynehouse, very funny actor. Hilarious. And by the time this goes out, we'll probably have been on the podcast. He and Ostentatious, who was a legendary comic for Australian comic in the 80s, you might know him for Australiana. They got into a little bit of a Twitter feud. When I say it was a little bit of a fight, it was a one-sided fight. Chris Waynehouse won it pretty emphatically. Yeah. And yeah, it's gone back and forth. If you want to follow, check out, just Google search Chris Waynehouse and Ostentatious one. Check yeah. it out and enjoy the hilarity. But I think that's what we're going to talk about yeah, on the podcast. I may probably end up taking this, cutting that's this out. Fine. Can, so, I, can I ask a question? I do have sure. Ostentatious mobile number if anyone wants it. Uh, I think you should just give it to the listeners. Yeah. Of course, Sam. What do you want to know? I'd like to ask you a question. Of course. I assume your listeners know you well from your podcast. I assume they know a bit. I assume you share Long-term listeners. Information. Little bits and pieces. Not too much personal information. Uh, Have, may I ask you? Yes. Where were you yeah. when you were 16 years old? Where was I? When I was 16, I was in Tasmania. And um, I would have been in year 10, I think. And what, was, set, no, what was your street my street address we're not going to get into that um, do your parents still live there? yes they do oh, they have, right. actually they've just sold the house this week they're not going to live there anymore? no but so oh yeah no yeah, by the time this goes out yeah, yeah it was Bilal Street Howrah Bilal Street Bilal, Bilal. My, yeah what, what city is that in? it's Hobart Hobart Bilal Street like, yeah you didn't, you didn't say like a number they're like that's what I just realised now what if Kisajuki and 
is a Terminator and he's going to go back in time and kill me when I'm 16? Is that why you asked the question? Is it... Uh, are you, are you going to go back in time and knock on the door and go, hey, 16-year-old Mark, you're going to gig in Newcastle one day and I'm going to go, what's a gig? Well, yeah. Are you going to pay me? No, I'm just wondering why you... It's an interesting question. Was it you just want to know where I was in no, 16? No, I was going somewhere with it. Okay, well, where are you going? Keep well, going. I'm going to keep going. Uh, well, I've told you where I was. Yeah, I've got another question. Okay, go. Uh, so you, you what is it, Bala Street? Bala Street, Howrah, yeah. Bala, what like Bala like with a B. Yeah. When, did did you when you were sixteen years old? Yeah. Did you used to go and play on the street? <laughs> um, it's no, because we're on a hill, so it's not really. A, well, like we'd play cricket out the front yard, but it was on the hill. No, well, it's in the front. Yeah, yeah. Like no, we had a driveway that you could sort of have a little bit of a game. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't go the tonk, but you could block a few balls. Okay. Play a bit of basketball. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I was growing up, the playing on the street was starting to diminish. And when I watched a lot of the old movies, everyone's playing on the street. Yeah, it's because we've got the but internet, I feel like man. those days are the dead. Yeah. They're dead. Yeah. Back in the day, bad? though, you used to go the hunting in the bushes to find porno magazines. Now you can just Google it on your phone. That's true. Oh, remember that? Don't you remember, don't you remember going into the bush? bush yeah, you'd go down, like, the local park and some teenager would leave a Playboy on, like, near, in the near the trees you know that oh, pre, you know, know that playboy is like pre-love that's like that's fucked yeah but back then we we didn't know that like you know back in the time I wasn't the one that like it'd always be one guy at school that had used to come in with a playboy and we'd all oh this is great you'd go and you'd end up seeing you know a couple of breasts and some hairy bush back, back in the day back, back, the day. back when it was it was, fashion. No, it was no the fashion bush. of the day no, 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 no but oh, I hear his brother's gonna run the, the, in the next um, right, US election right. I think I think the world's crying out for bush I think bring Bush back. Yeah, bring We're back not Bush. That Bush just you don't want Jeb Bush? We've already had Bush twice. Do yeah. we really need a third? Three, but now, hey, we've had one Bush. Clinton. Do we need a second Clinton? We, we need Clinton. It's quite appropriate that we've Oof. started talking about vaginas <laughs> and we've gone to Clinton. It's a nice segue. What are you guys? Are you guys into into American politics at all? Uh, not particularly. I try to stay out of politics because you know, poli- you know, in, you know, engaging makes me incredibly unhappy. But do you like? I I got caught up. I was in Brisbane for the G20 and. Obama's speech was pretty impressive. Like the man's a good orator. Well, yeah, he knows how to work a room. He's the president. You'd hope yeah. so. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you look at out like we've had like we've had, over the years we've had some great like Paul Keating gave some great speeches. Goff gave some the great Goff. speeches. Howard was convincing. Like I'll, I'll, my political bias is showing that he can deliver. Our current prime minister and our past prime minister Gillard, they're not they're not good speakers. Yeah, no, no. no sense of humour. Yeah, no, there's no, no little riffs, there's no... No puns. Yeah, no, no charisma. They don't tag their policies. That's Do you think that maybe there. there's an avenue where they could maybe hire some stand-up comics? Because we're pretty... We work with some pretty fine orators yeah. to sort of work their material. Like, okay, you know, Abbott could say, okay, Dan, I need you to go out and talk about climate change. Yeah. Maybe do a lazy 20 and close with a bit of reference to the budget. Yeah. Would you be up for the task? Oh, I don't, I don't see why not. Like they, they'd be an easy crowd. Like, you wouldn't get a lot of laughs, but, but they'd be you paying think, attention. But do you think you would vote? Like now, take it out. You're not a comedian. Say, would you vote for someone? Like if Tony Abbott says, "Look, I'm a good politician. I know my way. I'm not a speaker, so all my speeches are going to be outsourced now." Would you hold that against him, or you'd be like, yeah. "I'll cop that." You would hold it against him for sure. Really? Like, the whole, the whole thing is like the reason that politicians have to give speeches and stuff is so people feel they can identify with them. And I think the second that you kind of send someone else out to do that, obviously there's like tons of spokespeople and like you get your other ministers to do it. But there needs to be that genuine kind of connection with the human, I think. Because okay. we, vote, we vote for the person, not the policy. Like, let's be real here. Well, that's true. Oh, no, I think, you, I, think, I think more the ideology. I mean, I think like I, like I naturally lean towards Labour. But yeah. I mean, it, 
we've got a New South Wales state election coming up, and I've got to admit, I'm not that impressed by the Labor Party there, so... Who even is the... John Robertson, not yeah. the comedian, um, he's not, um, it's a guy, yeah, it's a guy, like, exactly, the fact that we're three months away, or four months away from an election... Is that soon? Yeah, it's... Oh. Then, March, I think, next year is the New South Wales state election, which, yeah. yeah how do, actually, well, that's the thing, how do we feel about lockout? Lockout do we, laws? Do we care about lockout? I don't. I don't like the idea behind it. Um, I think, like, what, case in point, we're going to get back into Sydney Town at about one, one thirty. Yeah. We can't, like, say you guys said, "Hey, we had a good night out. You fancy going for a beer?" We can't. We've yeah. got to go back to one of our houses and hopefully assume. Like, I know myself. I've probably got about two stubbies at my house, <laughs> yeah. so you, we can have one of us. We'll have to share, and that's. You know, what if we wanted two beers each? We can't have it. That's true. That's, I have. I have three bottles of scotch. Ah. But well, there you go. Case in point, if we go to a bar at one thirty and we have a couple of beers and we want to kick on, they've got responsible service of alcohol. We go to Sam's place, we get through bottle one of scotch, we hit bottle two, we're going to get really ridiculously drunk. It could be violence against women. Well, I, probably not. We're not. Hey. Well, you're going to put some Chris Brown on the stereo. <sighs> Actually, on that topic, what do you guys think, Eminem? What about it? He's recently rapped. He wants to rape Iggy Azalea and punch Lana Del Rey in the face. <laughs> I think that's a bit. I think he's crossed the line. I think you he's, think he's crossed the line. I think he's misogynist. What? Threatening to rape someone? Have you heard his other songs? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, is it? It's hardly breaking new ground. But I mean, to me, at the moment, is now everyone's extra sensitive. But what is? But what is it now? Like, I mean, Snoop Dogg threatened Iggy Azalea. Are they jealous of this young girl? Or I mean, I've been threatening to rape people. For yeah, Britney He's Spears, Christina Aguilera. Oh, how do we know? I mean, you know, Bill Co- allegations coming out now against Bill Cosby. Maybe, yeah, maybe we can tweet. Ag- he said it's a character. Yeah, but like, look at his look at his film clip for Stan. How he's sort of reached out to the impressionable fans. What if some yeah. of his fans out there are like, oh, he's uh, I'm going to rape. It's Eminem. This is okay. But like, if you're an Eminem fan who's like silly enough to pick up on that, you're not going to be able to rape Iggy Azalea, no matter how hard you try. Yeah, but what if you what, what if you far. go to us? You know, what if they walk now? Oh, that girl looks like he. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> how, looks like he's how do we know? How do we know that um, Eminem hasn't raped? I mean, Bill Cosby. The allegations are coming out now, 20 years later. In 20 years' time, are we going to have Eminem Gate? You know, all these women are going to talk about. You know, they Eminem. met the they met the real Slim Shady. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, I think uh, we've got we got an interesting territory. There. That's interesting. That is interesting. no, it's, no. I just I think that, and you're probably right. I think we're a little bit more sensitive now to what we talk about. But I think he's probably crossed the line. By threatening to rape a fellow musician. But I think that it's not the, the morality is not the issue because Eminem was always a line crosser for the sake of crossing the line. It wasn't about whether what he said was right or wrong. He just tried to say the wrongest thing, and then you, he was popular for it, and that's what he gains fame for. Yeah. And yeah. he's happy with that, and he knows that it might be wrong. He's never tried to defend. It's like I say the things that I say, I don't mean them. And you go, like, oh, that's terrible, it's terrible, but it's very popular. And he's never said anything more. He's never said, oh, I'm trying to make a point. Just say, just say whatever you want. No, no, fair enough. Well, what about Chris Brown? I mean, Chris Brown is a man who believes actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And he openly punched a female. But yeah. he, he didn't openly do it. I'm pretty sure he wasn't like, I hope everyone finds out about this. Well, they're in a parked up. car. I mean, yeah. oh, there's yeah. video footage of her in the car. Really? Yeah, like it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Like, they didn't show the punches, but it's like, yeah. either, like I'm actually, 
I'm sitting in the passenger seat, so yeah. like, yeah, you could. If I were to throw a couple, I'm not going to because you're driving. Yeah. But yeah, you could. It lay in some damage. And yeah, I mean, I'm not. Sure. I don't know. Chris Brown's pretty a lot more athletic. Actually, have you ever thrown a punch in your life? I've never, genuinely, never thrown a punch in anger in my life. Uh, not to the face. I never punched anyone in the face. Well, you work the body. I think yeah, like with, with mates, like they can like kind of go like maybe a step too fast, like you like hit him in the arm or something. Just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But you've never like thrown for the the face. Yeah. No. What about you, Sam? Uh, yeah, there's some other guy that I know. He's not me. He's been <laughs> in a lot of fights. Statue, yeah, statue. Swim. Uh, he's been someone who is not me. Uh, yeah, friend of a friend. Been, uh, friend of the show. Back yeah. in the early twenties. The nineteen twenties. Yeah, 1920s. he had a lot of a lot of fights, but never really his fault. Never instigator, more of the not back downer. Uh, but has this friend or friend ever genuinely connected with a knockout punch? Yeah, I've knocked people out. <laughs> I, I knocked this guy out of the bar. This guy, he was no. This is and this is one I'm. I was in Thailand and I was at one of those bars. And in Thailand, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of bars that have women that are also they're known as lady bars. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, like, are we talking like lady boys or no, no, ladies lady boys, of the like, night? They could be like ladies of the night. Oh, okay, so they're trying. They're, they're, they're just selling their merch. Yeah, yeah, selling their merch, but you can also just drink at these bars. Like it's 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 not like Australia. It's like you. There might just be a popular bar with there, also there. Yeah. So that chilling. goes on. And I was at one of these bars playing uh, Connect Four with one of my friends. I, I played so much Connect Four in Thailand. It's, yeah, it's a big, big game. Big thing. And big it, thing in Thailand. And uh, everyone's good at Connect Four. It's, yeah. it's like the national. Yeah, yeah, they kill you. They, you play for drinks, did you do that? And they just like rip you every time. You're like, oh. Yeah, they yeah. Always, that's how they get a lot of drinks out of you. Hustling on the Connect yeah, Four. Hustling on the Connect Four. And I, I was in one of these bars, it was about early, like 8 pm. And this big old Italian man was a very big man. Like he was maybe about 50, a big gold chain. And he, he went over and he started yelling at one of the girls that worked there. She was very young, maybe she was like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And, and then he picked her up by the, by the neck with, with one hand. And, Whoa. Yeah, and then grabbed the back of her hair the other picked her up off the ground and was choking her in the air wow. threw her across the table she flew across the table fell into the ground and then he started just punching people in the bar oh wow trying to stop him and I, I stood up and, and I ran over and he went to punch me and I kind of went to the side and then I clotheslined him with, with my arm and <laughs> his neck and he fell over I took a beer bottle and I, I punched him quite hard in the head and I knelt on top of his body and I said, if you don't, I'm going to stab you in the face with the bottle. I wasn't going to do it, I just said that. Yeah, no. And then he was like, ah, ah. And then it just all, then someone got pulled me off and then he ran away and then a bunch of guys from the bar, they chased him and I don't know, I don't know what happened. He didn't, apparently he got taken care of. Oh, wow. I don't know what that means, but. Wow. Did you get a couple of free drinks out? Uh, people are very nice to me after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd imagine you'd be like, yeah, they're like, okay, this dude. I'm just starting to think, yeah, I'm, you want another minty, buddy? <laughs> you okay back there, you know? You want? Let me know if you want to switch seats. No, it's all right, but like, that stuff happens, you can't... Oh, no, well, you did the you right, I mean, plan, in a situation, like, that guy... Go the other way, I could have knocked out, but hey, hey Sam, why yeah. you got no teeth? Oh, well, let me tell yeah. you a story. Or what could have been a lot worse, like, yeah. yeah. No, no, you are like in a situation, like, it wasn't in a situation where you... You you were the instigator. You you had to do, you did the right thing. Not but not not even the hero. It's not it's not. No, it's there's a no situation wins. where that happens. You know, like yeah. One, yeah, it's like a time to think about it. Yeah, you just reacted. Yeah, you just you did what. Yeah. 
but like, I've never been in a situation where I've had to throw it. Like, I've been in some situations where, like, I almost got mugged once and I managed to talk my way out of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I've never, I don't what know. Did you, what did you say? What was your key? I was drunk, so I was really, like, it was at down, it was back at Broadway, the park. I was, re- I'd been to my mate's, um, but was it, no, his engagement party, and I was really tanked. And I was trying, I was pretty new to Sydney, so I was trying to, I was navigating by going, there's Centrepoint Tower, there's a train station there, I want to walk towards it. Yeah. So I'm staggering along, and there was a group of, there's about 20 kids walk along, and they're like, give us your wallet, and I sort of laughed it off. And I kept walking, and one of them pushed me, goes, give us your wallet, and I go, mate, we can do this. I go, my name's Detective Sergeant Mark Williamson, Glebe Police Station. You guys can take my wallet. I'm going to go back to work. We're going to lock. We're going to come back. We're going to arrest all of you. We're going to kick the shit out of you in the cells. Then we're going to release you. Do you really want to do it? I can't be fucked with the paperwork. I'm going to keep walking. You keep walking. And I was cocky enough. I just kept walking. And they didn't chase me. Oh. But it was just lucky that. That I was, is amazing. That is a great. That is so good. Play. And you do kind of look like okay. Chief of yeah. Police. Well, I had short the short hair. Yeah, but oh, it was just. It was more the fact that I think I'd staggered past the police station and realised. Oh, yeah, it was just like, and yeah, I had that bravado. Now, like, if I was sober, I probably would have given them the cash. And I'll tell you now, if you're in a situation, if people want the cash, give it to them. They may have knives, they may have, cash isn't worth your life. Yeah. I think we'd agree. Oh, no, I think if you're. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, it depends if you get around. I like you guys. It's not like a good bluff. A good bluff? I true, like true. Bluff. Well, it is, it is a big bluff. I think like, that's not the best story. You're going to be like, oh, I gave yeah. money. You're going to be like, ha. I thought I was cheap to believe, but now he's the big 20 kids, yeah. Yeah, but then it could be a case of, you know, what if the, one of them was like, had a bad, you know, like, they yeah. were surrounding me. I could have taken, if they had a knife, I could have taken it to the kidneys or something. Hey, Mark, yeah. I would say, I don't advise a large audience base to, like, do that, but I also give respect to the person that gets Oh, no, 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 no. no I, like, when I'm you're well, dead in hospital, I'll be like, oh, that was all good. Yeah, by all means. I mean, if you're out there and you think, I'm going to have a go, go try my, and... You know, tweet me if it works. If it doesn't work, yeah. please don't. This is, this is no, but I'm just saying, like, it's funny, like, I used to work in shops, and we always, and actually, we're working in bars with comedy. Yeah. There was one stage at Comedy on Edge, Tuesday nights, at Chippendale Hotel, um, a couple of years well, what ago. What time is that room start? 8pm. That's, That's really good. Well, how much is that? $10, $10 entry. $10 yeah. entry. I've, I've done that room before. And I you guys, both you guys oh, have both, done really well done there. Yeah. Uh, but there was one stage where there was a spate of armed robberies. One night, like, four pubs around the area got armed and I was talking to the barman I said well, what would you do man if they came in and he's like I'm giving them the money he goes I'm my he goes I'm paid like I'm paid pretty well for a barman but not yeah. well enough to risk my life for the sake of money yeah. that's insured so Jeffries would say not a lot of wiggle room to be a fucking hero pretty much such a good line He's yeah. Jim Jeffries great actually he's touring Australia I think pre-sales are on now if you're a Jim Jeffries fan Fluffy Nuts I know you've already got tickets that's a shout out to our list of the Fluffy Nuts if you haven't got <laughs> tickets check it out because Jim Jeffries tickets are selling like hotcakes and he's a very good comedian very good very like good him. yeah he's not for everyone if you're someone who sort of turns the podcast down when the F-bomb gets dropped someone or someone gets offended by Eminem yeah, probably yeah, not for you yeah 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 if you side with me on the Eminem debate <laughs> maybe give Jim Jeffries a miss but or if not, check out his TV show. Legit, I think that's a pretty good show. Did you guys see two seasons. Two, yeah, two quality seasons. No, he went out that. on top. It's a very good show. That's good. I think I think it'll come back. I think it's good enough. Like, yeah, there'll be a movie. Hopefully, we'll get a Kickstarter going. Kickstarter, a possible, yeah, possible. Actually, I met someone or former guest of the show, and 
Sam Bowering, who I think you guys run a room together, don't you? What, what, yeah, what, what we, room is Sam, that? Sam and I run a comedy room. That's in Marrick. Is it Marrickville or yeah, Sydney? Mar- well, it's, yeah, it's in Marrickville, but it's on, it's on Marrickville Road, but it's next to Sydney Station. And it's, it's when the hump. The hump. On the Wednesday hump. nights at eight thirty. How much does it cost to go to the hump? I believe it's uh, $15. $15. It's a great night of comedy. Yeah. Just talk about some of the... What acts have you had there recently in the home, just to give people a taste? Uh, well, we had the great Ian Bag. Ian Bag, very uh, funny man. Very funny man. Name drop. He's a former podcast guest too. Yes. Uh, check it out. If you want to go to the archive and check out the Ian Bag episode, that was a lot of fun. We had Adam Richard the week before us. Also a former guest and also appeared at Comedy on Edge. Who hasn't done this podcast? Oh, no. uh, we've a lot. Until now. Us until now. Because, uh, oh, yeah. That's 111... Oh, what? Actually, I shouldn't say this because I don't know when it's going to out, but we're in the 110s episode. You've done that, mate. That's like, yeah. that, like two or three years now. Yeah, one a week for two or three. We've had a bit nice. of a break. That's but great. yeah, we've had, we had a lot of guests. Um, yeah, we've had... And I think you run a room too, Mr. Muggles. We're, this is the plug portion of the show. The plug portion. That's fine. And your up. room is... I would say Mug and Kettle Comedy on Wednesdays in Glebe. That's an open mic night. It's free, but also check out uh, Everly Comedy. That's near Edge HQ, ladies and gentlemen. It Very is. near. Not too near that if you want to stalk me, you'd hang out at Everly and maybe find out where I live. But, yeah, it's very close. Cool. close. And that's on Sunday nights? That is Sunday nights, 7.30. And it's pretty great. There you go. Book it in. And it's free. There you go. So there you go. You've got a bit of a gig guide in there. And nice. what, what do we lead into there? Well, I think we've... Where I are we now? Are we, on the, are we still on the Central Coast? No, I think we're almost Barara. No, we uh, haven't been over the Hawkesbury yet. That's true, actually. Yeah, you got to get yeah. that stretch off. This, the drive back always feels so much longer. Like, just every time I've done these rural gigs, like, it's always the drive back where I'm like, come on, where's that fucking Hawkesbury exit? The See, I always there. feel the opposite. I, always, the opposite. I feel like the drive up there, you're like, you got that anticipation, you don't know what's going to yeah, happen. I think it's because you guys get to drink. And I can only that's have, like, my, my couple of beeries. Whereas me, it's like... Yeah, like, I think, and to be honest, I think I've done this true. Actually, you gig up here more than me. I've done this a lot. I've been, like, I've had gigs on the Central Coast about four or five this year, so I've done this a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, probably that's similar, maybe a few more. Yeah, so this I, stretch of road's a bit familiar. Yeah. yeah. I like the, the ride right back. I like the ride right back, like, in terms of conversation, because you're always just kind of loose, like, you know. Well, yeah, you're not thinking about, like, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? You're stuck in yeah. the, there's no, nothing to look at. You just got the white lines, the bright lights, and the post gig. You got old Harry, a lot of Harry High beams. Someone just no, was that a flick of the lights? Like he flicked the lights. Is that sort of saying? Oh, maybe for the Pope. Maybe it's a bit of a Where did let's that tradition start? Yeah, let, let, let's let's just get under there because you never know. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe it was just a truck driver. You know, he's flicking the lights, looking for some speed. I don't know. You know, how do truck drivers score speed? Uh, truck stations. Actually, truck like, stops. Truck stops. That's all about. Is it sort of like the waitress that you give her a sort of like? Yeah, I'll have um. Donut with powdered sugar and tap the nose. Is it maybe, or is it just like I need some speed? I've got to drive to Queensland in two hours. <laughs> I think they appreciate honesty. Why do you have good connection with the trucking industry? Allegedly. Sorry. Allegedly. I don't um, want to. I don't want to pick a fight with the bikies industry. No, not so much. They lost their. It's actually, quite an industry though. The high yeah. court beat the bikies. The bikies too went to the high court, and the high court won. No. Oh, a really? good fight. I reckon Justice Kirby would have come in with a few. Good haymakers. Come on, mate. Curbs is retired. He would have come you, back. What are you They're doing? like, what are you imagine doing? if you're the high court and you know you got the bikies, you're going to call on some reinforcements. That's Sorry. true. Curbs would be the man to go to. Curbs is indeed the man. Allegedly. Allegedly. If you want a guy who's going to disagree with the rest of the court, get Curbs in there. Yeah, he he's will, gonna, he, he will he, say what he wants to say and then make the law work to back it up somehow. I reckon he would have worked the body when it comes to um, the bikies. He would have just been in there. Sh- 
you know, just working the body, going the going the rib punch. Rib what punch. Is, what's a rib punch? It's where you punch in the like the side of the ribs. But as a kidney metaphor, punch. What, kidney what, you, what, you, what is your metaphor? Oh no, I genuinely think he would be doing it. He'd be oh. like, he'd be it's looking quite a violent man. It's, yeah, it's loves Eminem. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he might have co-written a few tunes with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like. You know, it's easy if you're in a fight. It's easy to go for the obvious punch, but Kirby would be looking for that obscure punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a bit more damage. Like when you punch someone in the foot. Yeah, that's an in, that's an interesting move. If you, if you, speaking from experience, or it's something I've punched plenty of foot. That's put why. No so one what, expects the foot punch. Yeah, but wouldn't you go with? I mean, but if I'm going to work the foot, I would, I'd use if I had boots on, I'd go the heel of my toe because you get. Because there's a lot of bones in the foot, so you can break a lot I of. I thought bones. you just stomp a foot. Yeah, that's what I mean. Stomp it. Like otherwise, stomp. you're leaving your head all exposed. Unless you've yeah. got really long arms. Because there, yeah, if you stomp the foot, like the first reaction would be to raise the foot and knee, so you probably cut the knee to the head. So this, this, this is the kind of thinking that uh, the non-foot punchers would think. You got to not think when you punch. Well, these, the these are the non-fighters. We just yeah. don't know yeah, yeah, what we're, we're doing. We're, we're, I've never not, been in just, a fight. Yeah. You never, you never think. Of we punch. take you our do. connect. We take our Connect four losses in Thailand bars, and we we go home. We don't, yeah, we like, okay, I, that's it. I take it personally. Do you? Know, yeah, I, I just, you know, you go home, I some, I you go home and tweet about it. You just you like, no, come on, I'm, I'm much more devious than that. I buy some weed and I leave it in their luggage. Oh. Uh, and, I, and I get them. So you're saying, were you nine years ago playing Connect 4 with Chappelle Corbin? I was not doing that. That's another Daniels joke. Come on. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a cracker. It's one of Townsend's ones. Oh, is it? You haven't heard that? No, I haven't. Apologies to, actually, man, he's been on the podcast about three or four times. Oh, wow, sorry. <laughs> sorry there, I'm just inadvertently. <laughs> I'm just all Daniels. Do you think, is there a rule? Like, no, there wouldn't be like all Daniels could use each other dance material. No, not <laughs> so much. You just rip not up some so Daniels. Much. That's a new yeah, rule. Dan- you yeah. had it on the podcast first. All uh, Daniels. So, all Daniels. we're now, now the next part of the podcast, okay, we're doing, doing Daniel our, Kitson. Yeah, exactly. Doing Daniel Kitson Towns. Um, what other yeah. Daniels do we have? Like, Sam, you, you could do Sam Barring's material now. No, I, think it's a, I think it's a Daniel. Just a Daniel. It's a Daniel, Daniel Rule. It's funny. There was one year at the Mel- Daniels. One year at Melbourne Comedy Festival. Like, every year when the guide comes out, it comes out usually about maybe February, March. I can't remember. But you play the game of how many. There was one year when there was like about two pages of Daves. Oh, really? And then there was there was one year when there was a lot of Daniels. I think there was about six. Jeez. So yeah, what what's going to be the next big trend? What's going to happen when you know like the more obscure names come into the festival? You know, we're going to have a page full of Lachlans, or I think it's going to be great. Hopefully, know, not so many Lachlans, or a couple of Jadens. Have you ever met like, you ever met, like yeah, a funny Lachlan? Come on! Oh look, Lachlan Murdoch's work at Channel Ten was hilarious until you realise he wasn't actually trying to be funny. Political. He drove that network down. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, he can sue. Is that what we say when we don't want to? Yeah, allegedly. Something? Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. I hate you, Daniel. Allegedly. Uh-huh. No, Lachlan. Lachlan. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. Oh. I like this is the podcast version. No offense. No offense. No offense. No offense. Yeah. But your lovely face, guy. face makes me want to kill myself. No I used offense. to work with a guy, and he's he was so funny. He go for Friday night drinks, and he just he go he'd work the room just trashing everyone behind their backs, <laughs> but then he would go. Lovely guy. Like that was his voice. Was like, oh, that guy, man. He's so bad at his job. He's always like, that's such a lovely yeah, guy. My, was, fa- my favorite of those is fucking um, when someone's like complaining, like just like for ages, it's like yeah, you know, just bloody first shift on the job, blah blah. Got me doing all this, is bloody rubbish. And then it's at the end of it, like after complaining 15 minutes, like not that I'm complaining. Yeah, no, not no. that I'm complaining. Yeah, not like no. that. That'd be weird. Like you know, like oh, that was the best. It's like this forklift driver at a pub after trivia. It's like half an hour of just him just like acting like a big shot and then like needing to honestly be like oh wait no it didn't actually happen like that it was actually it was uh, sorry 
and then like and then you just do it again just be like then I made this guy do this but then actually I didn't really make him do that I just kind of said it was alright so what he's doing is he's rehearsing for stand up because stand up comedy if you've ever seen stand up comedy we tell some great stories we have stories where we get the last line in nine times out of ten that line is we go home and we think that line and we go we should have said that but then we go on stage and we say it so that forklift driver you'll probably see him at Mug and Kettle soon you know he's got some gear about having to work do you know the difference though? Is that forklift drivers never thought about it again, but you have? Yeah. yeah. He's because probably like going on another trip. He's driving a forklift. I'm not doing shit. That's. You got time on you. I got yeah. time. I got time to think about forklifting. He's getting up because I. I have you ever? Have you guys ever worked in um a fat or not? A, where a store like a warehouse? Uh, I did a summer once working there, and those four they they start work at four. In wow. the morning, yeah, like they're like, you want to start work at four or eight? And I'm like eight. And I call it a three cliff. Yeah, and then they're like they hoon around like that. It's the worst. It's a tough happen. line. Dance. Tough line. <laughs> yeah, no, the forkies. Like, that's the thing. You need like your license. It's quite a sought after little skill. It's quite yeah. Cause it you, it's not just drive back and forth. You got to lift stuff. You got a swivel thingy. Yeah. yeah. Like I enjoy driving forklift. You've driven a forklift? Yeah, I used to drive forklift. You know what? I, I like a. I used to have a pallet truck. Like I, my in the warehouse, I used to drive the power. I was pretty good with that. I, I think it's fun being able to drive yeah. a machine. Yeah, it's you're powerful. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got a, what, a couple of tons. You oh, hold. That's great. Yeah, guys. So what we're saying is, ladies and gentlemen, it's probably a good time to wrap up the podcast. But if anyone out there wants to sponsor us, we're going to get a Kickstarter so we can all get our forklift license. Yeah, yeah. we can be the world's first forklift comedians. You know, we can, we can, you know, maybe book out some warehouses, rock up yeah. to the gigs in our forklift. You lift a couple of pallets and do a set. I think I think we're on to yeah, it. Yeah, and we we could have so many accesses to like pallet stages. Like it's so easy. Oh, it's sweet. Pallet yeah. stages right there. It's like oh, I need a more stage. Sam, can you bring in another pallet? Yeah, buddy, I got you. I got my license. And maybe maybe you can bring Dan in on the pallet. Drop oh, hey. yeah. And then you I'm could go. Pallets. And then you That'd could go. And you could go. Oh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Look out for oh. this. Probably at next year's Sydney Fringe Festival. Yeah. Once we get a pallet, right? It's on. It's on. It's well, Pallet Town Comedy. Pallet Town Comedy. Yeah. Check it out. Now it's time for us to wrap it up. We're almost in the city, and we're going. I don't want to hit some red lights. So, if other than at the venues, you're on Twitter, Dan. Yeah, Twitter at, at at Dan Muggleton. Yeah, follow him there, Sam. You're on Twitter at at Sam Kissajou. Yep. Do you want to spell that one? Because I think we're going to get some really interesting interpretations. Uh, Sam, S-A-M-K-I-S-S-A-J-U so at twitter.com. Yeah, if you follow another account. At twitter.com. At twitter.com. Is that not right? Is <laughs> no, it's big sweaty twitter. in the back. It's twitter.com. Hey, man, I'm on Twitter. Follow him. At twitter.com. But just careful if you're at work. Um, don't, email. don't don't Google search kissajew.com that's a whole new website you can do, you can do that if you want you can. yeah but you make sure Google it's J-U not J-E-W I don't want any well, guys, part of this anti-semitism there you Google go anti- I'm kissing them it's not no he said don't Google kissajew and I'm like J-U. you kiss you if you want to kiss you that's your call there you go ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for listening apologies for the quality of sound on this but we're in a car with a zoom and we've done I think it's pretty good so thank you guys for listening for more information check out comedyonedge.com if you want to follow me on Twitter it's at mw double underscore oh and comedy on edge is on Twitter at comedy on edge thank you guys for listening Thanks Ryan so thank you for editing this good. one hit the music that was a good one good. Right, mate you have Twitter done I've done this before keep it